0: I-V-M
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Triangle of Offense. I'm Monish and as always I'm joined by Nishant. What's up man? Uh, yesterday the Clippers were playing Sacramento Kings and they were losing which I would usually be mocking the Clippers somewhere or the other. Mm. But for a for a change I was not very interested in it because I was hyped up for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't follow the NFL a lot, a bit. I've been watching them since the playoffs. But uh, Super Bowl is one festive atmosphere, isn't it?
0: Yeah it is, I mean growing up even in in India without uh, much exposure to American leagues because mainly because nobody used to telecast games right, once in a while you would see, um, so because ESPN was big and like proper the US ESPN was okay. here, so you would you'd see NBA games quite frequently and every once in a while you would see baseball game and baseball was just dead boring, like I get the game, yeah. it's just dead boring for me. So didn't really take take much fancy, they even had ice hockey for a while, like who? India was struggling with selling hockey as a sport, and here a ice hockey. So, so in all of that, I still remember even back then, like 1990s, India newspapers used to make a big deal out of the Super Bowl because it is a big deal in the US and kind of becomes like a world event because they they influence so much of the world media. So that's how it started, right? So obviously, and the whole country goes into a shutdown, right? When it's Super Bowl, like all bets are off. Next day at work, it's all about that. Like all of last week, I'm sure you would have seen this there. Yep. All office yep. spaces turn into basically betting zones of uh, what's <laughs> going to happen, prop bets, blah, blah, blah. What color will be the gate red that they pour on the winning coach? Uh, blue, <laughs> orange, so on. So it is it is a festive atmosphere. It's a whole ecosystem unto, unto itself.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. But the game was quite a bit of a dead. Uh, the Buccaneers winning it pretty easily. Unexpected results. They went in as the underdogs. Hmm. And Tom Brady now. This stat that you told me is quite unreal, and it's taken me a long while to digest it. He is now more successful than any F- any other NFL franchise. Yep. he's got seven Super Bowls himself. The most successful NFL franchise has six, all six with him, of course. Yeah, no, and- so there are two, so
0: Pits- Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Patriots have six each. Tom yeah. Brady now has seven. Uh, yeah. Patriots won't even be on this list if not uh, list if not for Tom Brady because
1: all six came with Tom Brady. So. That's insane. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about the NFL on an NBA podcast, uh, the reason I want to ask you this is we've talked multiple times about LeBron James and Michael Jordan and who's the greatest of them all. Now, if you put in Tom Brady into this discussion Uh-oh. and expand the scope to US athletes, would where would Tom Brady rank? Is he greater than LeBron James in terms of career wins and what he's achieved? Greater than Michael Jordan even? Uh, where would you rate this achievement? Seven Super Bowls? 10, sorry 10 super bowl appearances 7 super bowl wins yeah. more wins than any other franchise yeah. it's got to rank somewhere high up there so how would you compare his achievements to say what lebron has achieved over the last two decades where he's yeah. made 10 finals himself and one of a fair few
0: yeah it's a it's a complex comparison because it's to an extent apples to oranges to an extent um it's, it's not fair grounds to compare. Mm-hmm. Like you can't normalize mm-hmm. the two uh, to a common factor. But I will say this though, in this whole, this whole goat debate thing of uh, we should first limit this to US sports because I, yeah. I, I find it laughable when, when American presenters, like you win the Super Bowl and you're declared the world champions. Wait, <laughs> who the hell participated? This was your, this is a domestic league. I, I love it. I watch it. I'm a big fan. But easy with the world beater, NBA winners are called world champions and their baseball thing is called World Series. Well, You've got to have one city outside your continent <laughs> at least um, being wrapped in it before you call it a world title, right? So it's a little like relax, you say, like easy. <laughs> so this gold debate is largely American pro league, gold yeah, debate, right? Course. And, and we, we don't have a shred of a clue of, of baseball or Babe Ruth. Like I know the name and the numbers, but beyond that, I've not watched him play, he's to world don't know, don't care between um, NFL and, and basketball and just, just these two uh, gentlemen and which among them is the greatest. It's an interesting debate, right? Because LeBron James plays in a sport where at any point there are five people on the court right? and because of the, uh, the salary cap and the way it's structured, which is most American pro sports, um, you're not going to have five world beating superstars on one team. It mm-hmm. hardly ever happens. Some mm-hmm. teams have come close, but not really. Three is about as big as anyone's gone. So so when, when it's like that, the amount of influence that one man can have on the tempo, on the game, on the score and on the result is immense. Uh, so what a Jordan can do in a Bulls uniform is immense for the Bulls. What LeBron can do in Cavs, Heat or Lakers is incredible. Um, in football, you can't quite, it's it's not the same no. thing because there's like 50 something members that are part of the squad and there's. Uh, there's your primary players, there's your secondary unit, there's your special teams and, and they're all disjointed. They mm-hmm. all come together under the head coach as one org. But it's entirely different units. Like when the special teams is out, Brady's sitting and, and the offensive line is sitting and, and his receiving core and uh, his tight end, blah, 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 they're all sitting. And when, when uh, say, Mahomes, for, for instance, in this game and the Chiefs had the ball, it's the Buck defense that's on on the field. And again, Brady's, Brady can't do anything because he's sitting and he doesn't make those calls. He doesn't, uh, there's a defensive coordinator who makes makes calls for these teams. So level of influence wise, basketball allows you to have a whole lot more. So so then you get a higher share of the credit, right? It's disproportionate. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the impact that like LeBron can go transform a bum Lakers team that has never been to the playoffs in eight years into straight up chip in one year. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come to Brady, because yeah, exactly, he spent all his life in New England, and you can tell me one player doesn't have that much impact in football, and you would by and far uh, be by by large be correct. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Tom Brady, twenty years in the league, players don't make the Super Bowl all that much. Like we yeah. you've had Hall of Famers who've been to a Super Bowl, some of them have lost and been Hall of Famers. Yeah. You have. All time greats who've never ever played in the Super Bowl. It's a lot like the NBA finals, only a whole lot harder because of the complexity and the. And it's one and done, right? Unlike the NBA, the playoffs right. are not best of seven. It's not a series of chess type right. struggle. It's one and done. You knock out, boom, gone. So it's incredibly difficult to get to the Super Bowl a lot. And Tom Brady in 20 years has been to 10 Super Bowls. First, second, he's been mm-hmm. to 14, I think 15 it was. Conference championship games. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think this is his first in the AFC, he was in the NFC all along before this. But 14 out of 20 years, he's been to the conference finals, so to speak, to put it in NBA terms. <laughs> and uh, he's won six Super Bowls. All yep. six, we, we're talking about influence, right? Here's influence. Mm-hmm. On all six Super Bowl wins, the game clinching score touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came from a Tom Brady drive. So, on all six Super Bowls, he drove the team for the game-clinching score for huh? for the touchdown. That's insane. That's direct influence. Like, you can't even... You can't argue beyond that. And then there's the fact that at 43, at age 43, because throughout all of this, everyone said, okay, it's Bill Belichick. The way mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point, somebody would have said it's Phil Jackson for... Because, I mean, with Jordan, with Kobe, yeah. I mean... It's the coach because with any player, no, 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 it's, it's not any player. I mean, you give a coach Jordan, Pippen and every all of those guys in the Bulls and then you give a coach Shaq, Kobe or even Kobe at his best and power. It, it's, it's going to be a lot about the players also. So people said it's Belichick, people said it's the New England Patriots system. It's mm-hmm. not all Brady. Brady is great, sure, but it's not him. Okay. And I bought into some of that. Um, then I saw him go to Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers. Who until last year were the second years because they last made the Super Bowl God knows when and they haven't been good for a while. They had yeah, a lot of like receiving... everyone
1: thought that he was going to Florida yeah. to retire, like everyone else does.
0: Right. No, no, I, no, I think so. <laughs> I, no, no, he was very smart about this, right? Because people, he could have gone to either of the LA teams because they were also mm-hmm. quite loaded, uh, mm-hmm. the Rams and the Dodgers. And there was talk that he can he go to San Francisco? It's sort of his hometown area, so to speak. But but that that would have been a outlandish deal for for that to happen and the pieces that had to be moved. Mm-hmm. But he picked Tampa. He picked Tampa because this was the most loaded, uh, talented receiving unit in all of the mm-hmm. NFL. And that mm-hmm. was just badly looking for a quarterback, right? Outside of Kansas City, probably these were the guys. So he goes to this franchise that has sucked for donkeys years. Mm-hmm. He goes there in the time of COVID. So they don't really have a preseason. They don't really have time to practice, to get to know each other, to build any kind of team chemistry. Even post-match, um, during the season, they're, they're going straight home and they're, they're isolated and all of this. In that, Tom Brady, at age 43, goes to this franchise that has sucked, brings in players that only came to play because Tom Brady called them to play. Gronk was retired for fuck's sake. He came back yep. to play. Yep. Um, Antonio Brown had all kinds of issues off the court and he probably still will, but he came to play and Tom Brady watched for him. And, and all of a sudden, this 43-year-old guy who's only supposedly a beneficiary of a great system and an outstanding Hall of Fame coach, both of which are true, both of which are true, but that doesn't mean it, it wasn't Tom Brady doing all of these things also. Mm-hmm. First season out, Super Bowl, win. Win against the best quarterback in the, uh, in the game today. And on the way, he beat future Hall of Famer Drew Brees. Then he beat current MVP... Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. And then he beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, the defending champs and the defending finals MVP and widely regarded as the greatest quarterback in the game. He did all this in a new franchise with no time to practice in the time of COVID at age 43. It's tough to argue, man. I would put him above LeBron without thinking twice. Mm -hmm. I would actually put him above Jordan because as I've said this before, I value longevity heavily. It's one thing. Jordan had a ridiculous peak. That record is flawless. Six and six, Mm -hmm. six finals MVPs is is insane. It's tough to top. Mm -hmm. But he, and first of all, I hate how we act like the Washington Wizards years didn't happen. He chose to make it happen. I mean, he could have retired, but he chose to make that happen. And those were miserable. And um, also when you cut short your career so much, you've done, Mm -hmm. you've packed so much into those 13 years. But here's a guy who's been around for 20 years. Yeah. Like the players he's playing against, some of them weren't even born when he was in the, in the NFL. When he was in the Super Bowl, some of these kids were probably not born <laughs> when he was in his first Super Bowl. Yeah. And he's still doing it at age 43. When we talk about LeBron washed King revenge season, whatever at 35. At 43, look at what this man's doing. <laughs> New franchise, Super Bowl. I rest my case.
1: Yeah, I like I like how uh, someone on Twitter said that uh, Tom Brady just picked the random team and decided to take them to the Super Bowl. That's yeah. very similar to what LeBron does in the NBA as well. He goes to Miami, takes them to Super Bowl, goes to Cavs, builds a team, takes them to Super Bowl. Decided to do that with the Lakers this time. Mm. And it's pretty much similar how uh, how much of influence yeah. that both of these guys have. Not just by themselves, they also build the team. I mean, all those side mm. pieces that you talk about uh, that they have, yeah, They are there because of these star players. So true, you've got to true. give them some credit for it. Yeah. That whole Michael Jordan argument, I agree with that. I think you can't not pick the years that you don't make the NBA Finals, right? So right. I know whenever you make the NBA Finals, you win. That is very impressive, six out of six. But you have to take it even the years that you don't make it. Even the years before those 92 yeah. to 98 season Chicago and after with Wizards. So uh, I agree. I mean, uh, I like the record of uh, Tom Brady. I think it is... Uh, but let's not forget, LeBron's not done. He's just yeah, yeah, 30, of what he's yeah. he's gunning for an MVP this season, and most probably yeah. the chip if he. can so as things stand, like I think everything you said stand, is as yeah. things stand. Yep, but yep. absolutely,
0: LeBron has. I don't think Tom Brady's done either. But LeBron has a yeah. longer runway to to achieve a bunch of stuff. But no, you're very right about I, the other thing that I would hold against Michael Jordan is he did all that in one franchise. Right. He did that while being stable, and they added, added, and and he had a head coach that was steady throughout, and a GM, and, and not holding any of this against him. But mm-hmm. he, he did all of this in one place, right. versus the difficulty level of a LeBron, who and and it's easy to say he walked out of Cleveland, he chose to go to Miami. The the whole announcing it on ESPN was was ridiculous, right? We could have done without that circus. Yeah, but. Not everyone gets dealt the same hand. Like you're in Cleveland. He's been there. He tried it. They gave him, look at the team that he carried to the finals in Cleveland. Just just go see that lineup. And then tell me Jordan's this, Jordan's that. Yeah, sure. Jordan's insane. But he's also gotten all, all of those amazing pieces put around him by the org, uh, which LeBron didn't get in Cleveland. And so he moved out, went to Miami, uh, put a team together. He really was the first athlete to say, okay, I'm going to piece a team together. Screw all the GMs too. And he did that again at Cleveland. And he did yep. that for four years. And then he came to the uh, the uh, City of Angels, which has seen God knows how many titles, uh, but has sucked for eight years straight. And he transformed them. Uh, the Anthony Davis trade, I'm sure, was a year in the making. They, they I'm yep. sure they would have spoken a year before it actually happened. So both of these guys are transformative in the way that Michael Jordan never was because he was never, he was never in a situation where he needed to be. I'm not saying he couldn't be, but that's yep. not something he has in his list of achievements, right. these guys have trans. LeBron more so than Brady, but Brady he's just getting started. You are one straight up uh, Super Bowl. It's pretty pretty impressive. So this is where I would hold it against Jordan. Both longevity and how they've been so transformative across cultures. A lot of the Bulls' transformation heavy credit to Jordan, but a fair amount of that to uh, to Phil Jackson also. With LeBron, yeah. it was almost all him. In this regard, he gets more credit than pretty much any other superstar, not even Brady because Brady was with um, Berichek for 20 years. But but LeBron, and- across coaches, across clubs, that's incredible. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. I mean, uh, if you think of Jordan, I think the impact he had is outside the game of basketball as well. How he made yeah. it a global sport and how people from across the world started following the game, you could say it was partly because of him, mostly because of him. Uh, oh, and sure, LeBron sure. and Kobe and Shaq and everyone enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, era of popularity because what uh, because of what Jordan did in the past. So no got to give that to Jordan. But of I think, that he was uh, the goat.
0: Like there's nobody in yes, no doubt about sure. that.
1: He's just transformed yeah. the game individually. He's made it a global uh, phenomenon yeah. and whatnot. Which uh, LeBron James carried forward, and now he's the face of the franchise. Will continue yeah. to be for the next few years. Tom Brady kind of uh, probably for different reasons as well. He hasn't had that kind of an impact with the NFL. Nobody follows the NFL outside the US except yeah. yeah people so uh he didn't have that that's kind true. of impact so i think in different uh if you put different parameters i think different people come out on top That's always
0: of the good debate right it's always what are your parameters always. what do you count as the most
1: valuable yeah.
0: um uh, contribution and that's where basketball has the advantage always because no one guy can make nfl exciting Absolutely. Uh, until you are until you have a buy in and then you know the narratives and then all of that is there in basketball, even if you don't know anything, even if they don't have your buy-in as a viewer, one guy can absolutely change your life. Yeah? You watch Kobe or a LeBron or even a Vince or Dunk and you're hooked because it's instant gratification. In football, it takes a certain level of understanding of the rules. Like you can maybe applaud a miracle one-handed catch like an Odell Beckham Jr. moment, but to appreciate the sport, it requires some, there's a slight bit of learning curve at least to begin with. In basketball, there's not, it's just how did this, giant of a man jump that high and (laughs) your mind's blown. Um, The basketball is always going to have that advantage. But, but yeah, any good debate boils down to uh, what do you count as parameters for a good conversation and why most people, so Max Kellerman on ESPN said something very interesting once about Kobe and and LeBron Mm -hmm. and he said, anyone who's watched Kobe play uh, was so blown away by the play, by the ability, by the charisma, the flair. Uh, mm-hmm. that they can't imagine that there can be anything better than what they saw with their own eyes. But LeBron's better, yeah, that is what he said. And I don't disagree. In, in several ways, he is, LeBron. right? I think he's a more evolved player and with every decade, you're going to see more of this happen. Yeah. Um, but here's my point. When, when a lot of these ESPN analysts and a lot of these U.S. pro sports analysts, Fox, whatever, stick on to this Jordan's the goat, Jordan's the goat notion, that's fine. If you have a set of parameters and you're saying he's the good, fair enough. I mean, I think he was a pretty good player. Huh? So it's okay to, to say Jordan was the good. But I'm saying the same argument that you use for saying LeBron's better than Kobe. Mm-hmm. Are you not blinded by it when you apply it in favor of Jordan versus LeBron? Because if you're saying Jordan's the good, what you're saying is you've seen a, pri- a prime so ridiculous for a player. Mm-hmm. A player mm-hmm. who could come on at will and and impose his will on the game. How can anyone be better than that? That's the same argument you made for the Kobe-Lebron thing. How are you not able to see it in the, um, how are you not able to see Lebron's transform- transformative capabilities? His um, Jordan never did all the things that Lebron did. Jordan, you, you give me accolades, Jordan never topped all five stat categories across both teams in an NBA finals. Yeah. Um, so again, it's, it's, always, it's always that. And sometimes it just sadly becomes a contest of who do you think is the, Better player, whereas yeah. probably what we're discussing is who do you think is the better achiever? Because if, if it's just playing skill, then a whole bunch of people come to the conversation.
1: True, true, absolutely. And like uh, like we've known before, but we still try to. Uh, we never come to a conclusion with these things, <laughs> but uh, worth a debate, I think, worth a shot. We'll never conclude. Uh, everyone has different view yeah. ways of looking at this. So uh, for today, it was. LeBron versus Brady versus Jordan a triple threat match which would made a great main event at Wrestlemania yeah But for uh, now
0: as things stand
1: as things I stand. say Brady <laughs> alright so that's our take and uh, that is all we have for you today this was absolute fun this is kind of a deviation from what we usually do yeah. I know we'll be back with basketball tomorrow on mm-hmm. but uh, just putting things into context it's Brady LeBron Michael Jordan from us before we sign up for today alright All right, bye. Yes.